الله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الف لام ميم احسب الناس ان يتركوا ان يقولوا امنا وهم لا يفتنون ولقد فتن الذين من قبلهم فلا يعلمن الله الذين صدقوا ولا يعلمن الكاذبين وقال تعالى ان تكونوا تعلمون فانهم فانهم يعلمون كما تعلمون وترجون من الله ما لا يرجون صدق الله العظيم وقد قال وقد قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم المؤمنون كجسد واحد إن اشتكى عينه اشتكى كله وإن اشتكى رأسه اشتكى كله أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام Respected علماء الكرام elders and beloved brothers in Islam um, As we are all well aware the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is currently going through a very trying and difficult period of time 34 days of siege of non-stop bombing of loss of life, loss of wealth, loss of property entire neighborhoods being raised to the ground entire families being wiped off the register, register. and over the past few weeks we have been reminded of the hadith, hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam al-mu'minuna kajasadin wahid that the entire Muslim ummah no matter where, where they may be no matter how close or how far they are one another physically physically the, the entire Muslim ummah is like one body in ishtaka aynuhu ishtaka kulluhu if the eye complains of pain the entire body perceives the discomfort or in ishtaka ra'suhu ishtaka if the head complains of pain, the entire body perceives the discomfort. The example is given a person who suffers from migraines, from severe headaches. Just one limb of the body is in pain, and at times just one portion of the limb, portion of the limb, just the right hand side of the head or the left hand side of the head is in pain. And the person will, person will say, my person will say, my entire body has become handicapped. He has to take leave, to take leave from work. He comes home, the curtains have to be drawn, drawn. The blinds have to be closed. The room has to be made dark. The children are told from, be- told from before that make sure you play outside and you don't make noise. Just one limb is in pain or one portion of a limb is in pain. The entire body perceives and senses the discomfort. And ulama have explained and we have heard over the last few weeks that that currently this is not any ordinary limb of the ummah that is experiencing pain and discomfort. Comfort. The land of Al-Quds, Ardul Anbiya, the land of the Anbiya alayhimu salatu wassalam. The hadith of Bukhari Sharif Abu Dhar Ghifari radiyallahu anhu asked Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, Ya Rasulullah, ayyu masjidin wudi'a fil ardi awwal. O Nabi of Allah, which was, the first ha- which was the first house of Allah, whose foundation was laid in this world. The answer comes, Al-Masjidul Haram, it was Baytullah in Makkah Mukarramah. He then poses the question, Thum, was the question thumma ayyu what was what was which was the next house was the next house of Allah whose foundation was laid in this world what is the answer al-masjidul al-masjidul aqsa kam baynahuma what was the period of time period of time period of time between the two arba'una sana 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 40 years years between the laying of the foundation of al-masjidul haram masjidul haram and that of al-masjidul aqsa the second house of Allah in the entire world whose foundation was established was established in this world it is not any ordinary limb of the ummah that is experiencing pain right now. Pain right now. The hadith of Abu Darda radiallahu anhu. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is speaking about, the vir- speaking about the virtue of salah. And the virtue of salah when performed in al-masjidul haram, in al-masjidul nabawi. What is the virtue of salah? One salah in al-masjidul aqsa. Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam says one salah. What is the virtue? What is the benefit? What is the reward? One salah performed in al-masjidul aqsa khamsu mi'ati salah is equal to, is equivalent, equivalent, equivalent or is greater than 500 salah. We know now the time of fajr is very early. How difficult it is to set those alarms and wake up in the morning. But if we had to equate it, 100 days of 5 daily salah, one salah in al-masjidul aqsa is greater than, is greater than that. It is no ordinary limb of the ummah that is experiencing pain right now, my respected brothers and elders. The hadith, the hadith of Sunan al-Nasai, Abdullah bin Amr radiallahu anhuma is the narrator. Sulaiman alayhi salam is the great Nabi of Allah. He is tasked 
with the construction of Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa. And we know Nabi Sulaiman Allah had blessed him with army. And amongst those who were subservient to him was an army of Jinnat. With their assistance he constructs Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa. And then Nabi Sulaiman raises his hands and makes dua to Allah. And he asks Allah of three things. He asks Allah أَنْ يَجْعَلَهُ حُكْمًا يُصَادِفُ حُكْمًا That Allah must grant him sound judgment. Allah must grant him intelligence. Allah must grant him the ability to distinguish between right and wrong. To make decisions in such a way that when he passes a judgment, it corresponds, it corresponds to, the judgment of, to the judgment of Allah. فَأُوْتِيَهُ Nabi alayhi salam says Allah accepted this dua. Then he asked Allah to grant him mulkan la yambaghi li ahadim min ba'di. He says, Oh Allah, grant me a kingdom so vast, so great. Grant me such control that this will never be given to anybody to come after me. فَأُوْتِيَهُ Again Nabi alayhi salam says Allah grants this to him. Allah accepts his dua. Quran bears testimony. فَسَخَّرْنَا لَهُ الرِّيحَ تَجْرِي بِأَمْرِهِ رُخَاءً حَيْثُ أَصَابٌ وَالشَّيَاطِينَ كُلَّ بَنَّاءٍ وَغَوَّاسٍ وَآخَرِينَ مُقِينَ مُقَرَّنِينَ فِي الْأَصْفَادِ هَذَا عَطَاءُ هَذَا عَطَاءُنَا فَمْنٌ أَوْ أَمْسِكْ بِغَيْرِ حِسَابٍ Allah, bless, Allah blesses him with this kingdom. And then he asks Allah that this masjid that I have constructed, constructed that person who will come to this masjid لَا يَنْهَزُهُ إِلَّا الصَّلَاةِ His goal, his objective, his maqsood is nothing but salah in this masjid. In other words, he has not come for any worldly motive or gain. He has come to establish the ibadat of Allah. He says, Oh Allah, let this person leave with such maghfirat and forgiveness that he returns like the day his mother gave birth to him. The narrator of the hadith of the hadith of the hadith of the hadith according to one 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 narration says Nabi alayhi Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam says wasalam says I have I have hope that Allah accept Allah accepts this this dua of his as well as well as well as well as well. It is no ordinary, ordinary lamb of God that is experiencing pain, pain right now, my respected brothers and elders. To this ex- extent, Sahaba Murana Abu Hassan Ali and Nadwi Rahimahullah very beautifully describes it. Describes it. He says, what was their attachment to Haramain Sharifain? He says, these were individuals who were nourished, who were nurtured on the milk of the love of, of Baytullah. Of Baytullah. Makkah Mukarramah was everything for them. They would host the hujjaj. They would give water to drink. They were responsible for the maintenance and upkeep of Al-Masjid Al-Haram. And then they were asked to leave Makkah Mukarramah. Allah blessed them in return with, return with Medina Munawwara. And we know the virtues, we know the fadail, we know the anwar and the barakat of Medina Munawwara. The cherry on the top is the blessed body of Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam which resides within the soil of Medina Munawwara. But despite their attachment to these two places, their hearts were also connected to Al-Qur. Maymuna radiyallahu asks Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam, Aftina fil baytil maqdis, aftina fi baytil maqdis, O Nabi, o Nabi of Allah. What is our responsibility? What is our duty? As believers with regard to Baytul Maqdis. Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam responds, Ardul Mahshar. Fa'tuhu fasallu fi. This is the land of Mahshar and resurrection. If you are able, if you are able to, to go there and perform salah there. He says, O oh, Nabi of Allah, what about that person who is unable to get there? He doesn't have the means. Nabi alayhi salam doesn't leave it at that. He says, he says, if a person is unable to get there. He doesn't have the means. He doesn't have the ability. The way is not open. Then at least let him send a hadiyah. A gift of some oil so that the, the, lamp, the lamps of Aqsa can be lit. It is no ordinary lamb of the ummah that is suffering right now. To this, ex- to this extent, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is taken on the journey of Mi'raj. Perhaps the greatest miracle or one of the greatest miracles that Allah had blessed him, him with. And here ulama mentioned an amazing point. If we had to follow our logic, our no- 
Our normal train of thought, then this journey of Mi'raj should have commenced from Al-Masjid Al-Haram in Makkah. Nabi alayhi salam is taken from the home of Ummu Hani radiallahu anha. He's brought into the Haram of Makkah, his chest is split open and his heart is washed and put back into his chest. Logic would demand that the ascension should take place from here. Nabi alayhi salam would have been in the Masaf. Perhaps he would have been, he would have been in the Hatim. Or he would have been standing in front of the Multazam. And Jibreel alayhi salam would have taken him into the heavens from here. But it was Allah's decision, it was Allah's, Allah's wisdom, it was Allah's choice. Subhanalladhi asra bi'abdihi laylam min al-masjid al-harami ila al-masjid al-aqsa. That prior to Mi'raj first, the journey had to take place. From al-masjid al-haram in Makkah to al-masjid al-aqsa in Baytul Maqsa. And then the mantle of honor, the imamat of the anbiya, imamat of the anbiya, imamat of the anbiya alayhimu salatu wassalam, al-awwaleen wal-akhireen, every nabi of Allah that had ever come into this world. They are made to assemble behind nabi alayhi salatu wassalam, he is the imam. Again, logic would demand this should have taken place in the, in place in the mataf of Makkah Mukarramah, where one salah is equal to 100,000 salah, salah. But again, it was the wisdom, it was the decree, it was the decision of, the decision of Allah, that this mantle of honor of imamat also had to take place in al-Aqsa. It is no ordinary limb of the ummah, limb of the ummah that is in pain right now, respected brothers and elders. The question to ask, to ask, to ask, to ask ourselves. A person's head is paining. For a day or two, he will pass it off as a minor inconvenience. He may take a tablet or two, but that's it. When that pain, when that pain continues, continues for a week, he becomes more worried and, con- and concerned. When that pain persists, for a month and intensifies each day, then it is impossible that that person can sleep at night and enjoy his food and drink during the day. During the day. The question to ask ourselves, respected brothers and elders, it has been 34 days since one of the most important, important limbs of the ummah is in pain. Is my concern, is my worry, is my emotion, is my, is my empathy still, still there as it was, as it was, as it was in the, as it was in the first two weeks? Or has this now been really, now been relegated to the morning and evening news, 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 news report? I cannot answer the question for you. You cannot answer the question for me. We have to introspect. We have to introspect. We have to introspect. Do I have that feeling with in my heart what is happening to the Muslim, to the Muslim Ummah right now. Together with this respected, with this respected brothers, one very important point for us to take note of, to take note of, as the conflict continues and intensifies with each passing day, in day is, that, is that at no, no point should we allow ourselves to become despondent, despondent and lose hope. As much as, as we feel for the people of Gaza and Palestine, as much as our hearts bleed, and it should be like this. But at the same time, we do not allow ourselves to fall into a state of despondence. A person begins to become despondent, despondent. This is the step, stepping stone, stepping stone to questioning the command and the decisions of Allah. And from there on, it is a slippery, slippery slope to reject, rejecting Allah altogether. Rather, a believer understands, understands the system of Allah in this world. وَلَقَدْ فَتَنَّ الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِهِمْ Allah says, this is our system. This was always our system. This will continue to be our system in this world. Is that humanity will have to be put, have to be put through sacrifice and challenge. While the dua is for afiyat and protection, and the tests of some may be far greater than the tests of others, but this is the system and the method of Allah Rabbul Izzah in this world, so that Allah will use this to weed out the faithful from the unfaithful, from the unfaithful, the loyal from the disloyal, the true from the imposter. To this extent, Anbiya alayhim also had to taste from the cup of sacrifice. Quran describes such difficulties, such hardships, such challenges that would come on the Ummah. To this extent, that even the Nabi of the time would be driven to cry out and ask, where 
ask, where is the help of Allah? Sahaba radiallahu anhum come to Nabi alayhi salam. Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam. He's seated in the haram of Makkah, Mukarrama. O Nabi of Allah, the persecution is too much. We cannot take a single moment more of the persecution and punishment from the Quraysh. Give us permission to fight back. What does Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi salam say, O oh my companion? Understand the people of the past also had to go through sacrifice and difficulty. A person would be brought into the court of the king or the ruler of the time. He would be asked to explain his belief and when he would state his belief in Allah a saw would be placed on his forehead on his forehead and his body would be body would be body would be split into half but this also did not cause him to waver cause him to waver in his iman and faith trials and tribulations and tribulations and tribulations will come we should not lose hope in every in every decision of Allah there is hidden kindness in every decision of Allah there is hidden wisdom our aqeedah and our belief, the shaheed, that person who is accepted as a martyr in the court of, of Allah feels absolutely no pain at the time of his demise. As gruesome, as horrific as the scenes may be and the reports may be. May be. Allah Rabbul Izzah very beautifully sums it up in Quran. In takunu ta'lamun fa innahum ya'lamun kum ya'lamun kama ta'lamun. As much as you may be suffering outward, outward loss, understand that they also are suffering loss. They also are living in fear. They also are living in concern and in pain. But what is the difference? The difference. You anticipate reward from Allah. Reward from Allah. Reward from Allah. They have no hope of reward. They have no hope of anything in the hereafter. But you anticipate hope from Allah. Either Allah will grant you victory in this world. Or Allah will grant you the everlasting, everlasting victory of the Akhirat of Shahada. The battle of Khandaq is taking place. What conditions came upon Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam? Poverty and hunger of a level that is unimaginable. Sahaba come to Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam and they lift up their kurta. O Nabi of Allah, we have to tie to our, to our belly to remove the pangs of hunger. Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam exposes to them, I have two stones tied to my belly. The battle is so severe, at any, at any time the enemy can cross the trend. To this extent, extent that even salatul asr of that day becomes qada. Nabi alayhi salatu 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 salam raises his, 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 his hands and curses the mushrikeen. Mala allahu buyutahum wa quruba quruba wa quburahum nara hatta shagaluna an salatil anis salatil wusta. May Allah fill their homes. May Allah fill their abodes. May Allah fill their graves with fire of Jahannam. They us to miss the Salatul Asr. Sacrifice is an, is an inherent quality, quality, of the, quality of the Ummah of Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam. The question to ask ourselves, respected brothers and elders, the people of Gaza and Palestine, we have hope in, hope in Allah and we have conviction. Of conviction, they they are passing their test. So that according to one report, a report a person is burying his family members. Members, his home has been reduced to rubble and dust. But he raises his hands before Allah, before Allah, Ya Rabb. خُذْ مِنْ دِمَائِنَا حَتَّى تَرْضَى حَتَّى تَرْضَى He says, Oh Allah, take of our blood until you are happy. But, but, the, deen, but, the, deen, but the deen of Allah must prevail in this world. They, world. they are passing their test. Are you and I passing our test right? What is the level of our connection with Allah? What is the level of qurbani and sacrifice in our lives and our homes? Understand the deen of Allah came with qurbani and sacrifice. It will remain with qurbani and sacrifice. If the head of the home is not sacrificing to leave his home for salah, then it is not possible that deen will remain in that home and family. If the head of the home is not making the correct decisions for his children and his progeny, then it is impossible that deen will remain in that family, in that home. As, as, as much as we stand in solidarity, solidarity with the people of Gaza and Palestine, Allah creates these situations in the world for us as an eye opener for us to introspect for us to look back what is the level of my connection what is the level of my relationship with Allah right now the million dollar question respected brothers and elders 
which is on the minds of each and every person over the last month. And perhaps answers have been given to this question. But there are many people who are still uncertain, unsure. What can I do? That we are here thousands of miles away from Gaza. Our hearts are bleeding. Tears are running down the cheeks. What can, can I do? And while there isn't any single answer to this question, there are many ventures, many avenues that people have become in. People have become in. People have become involved in. We are not here to discuss the efficacy or the permissibility or impermissibility of these ventures and avenues. Whether it be boycotting, whether it be marching, whether it be writing to heads of state. The dua, whatever venture, venture Whatever avenue a believer gets involved in, Allah grant, Allah grant barakah and blessings in that. Of course, we cannot break the command of Allah. But each person is trying in his or her own right. Allah accept it, Allah allow it to have the desired effect and result. But by and large, respected brothers and elders, these avenues have focused or have turned the focus to humanity. Assistance is being sought from humanity. There is an effort to change the global narrative. And as we mentioned, while this may yield benefit, the believer's thinking is deeper than this. The believer understands right now the effort from the side of the enemy is to cut off makhluk from makhluk. The borders will be closed. Aid will not be allowed to go in. False information will be spread. But understand that there is it. As much as the makhluk can be cut off from makhluk, it is impossible to cut off the makhluk from the khalik. The, con- the connection, the connection, the link, the relationship with Allah has to be created. And we can see it in the people of Gaza right now. They may not have electricity, but the nur of iman is shining brightly within their heart. So that till now we have not heard one report of a person crawling out of the rubble and raising his hands in surrender. Ask ourselves the question, respected brothers and elders, is my iman as strong as this or not? So the so the question, what can I do? What can I do? And while, and while there are many avenues and avenues and ventures, but the believer understands that first and foremost, assistance, trust, reliance has to be placed only upon Allah alone. Alone. It has become a cliche. It has become a cliche. We say, make dua. You meet somebody outside the masjid. Assalamu alaikum. How are you? Make dua. It means nothing to us. It means nothing, nothing to him. Ask ourselves. We have heard this over and over and over again. Have we really made dua? Do we know how to make dua? And this, and this is an opportunity for us to learn what was the sunnah, was the sunnah method of dua, dua of Nabi alayhi salatu wassalam. Ulama have written books on the topic. A person will be facing the qibla, preferably. Then in the state of wudu, the hands will be raised, not too high, not too low. At times when the, when the need was severe, Nabi alayhi salam would raise his Raise his hands higher, higher. When a person will commence his dua, he will commence with the praise of Allah. Many a times we go straight into asking for our needs. The dua will commence with the praise of Allah. Whether we praise in English, whether we praise in Arabic, take the names of Allah, the attributes of Allah, attributes of Allah. Second, durood upon Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And then a person commences dua. Ulama explain. Ask for your own needs first. It should not be that we show our istighna'iyat, that I do do not need Allah, need Allah, but rather I am in need first. Ask for your own needs first and then ask for the ummah. Da'watu ghaibin li ghaib, a person will make dua for someone in his absence. Nabi alayhi salam says that is the fastest dua, fastest dua to be accepted. And then when you terminate the dua, durood sharif once again, and end with the praise of Allah, According to the muhaddisin, durood is something that Allah, will, that Allah will never reject. If the dua commences with durood and ends with durood, it is not, pos- not possible Allah will accept both ends of the dua and reject what is in between. Do we know how to make dua? What are the times of acceptance? Again, a hadith are replete with guidance, with guidelines for us. Bayna kulli adhanin, between adhan and iqama, Allah accepts duas. Allah forgive us my own condition. We see the time, the time of jamaat on the masjid board. If Salah is at 8 o'clock, I know I need to be here by 8 o'clock. But Allah has, has favored us in our country. We have the Adhan time on the board as well. At least for the next week or the next few days, 
make this intention that I will be in the masjid at the time of Adhan. Allah give myself and all of us tawfiq. There's enough time for Sunnah Salah, there's time to take out to make dua. Bayna kulli adhanin duas are accepted. Dubura kulli salatin. After every fard salah, here also what is meant? Ulama explain those salah, salahs where they are sunnah after the salah. Then preferably a person should not delay in performing his sunnah. But dua after the sunnah, after the nafil, again that dua is accepted in the court of Allah. Then Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam says in the last portion of the night, what we would call tahajjud time or sehri time. Now a person looks at the time of tahajjud, it seems impossible. But at least this much respected brothers and elders. At least this much, this much, this much. Allah is Kareem, Allah will accept. Even if a person is unable to get out of bed, it is too cold in the morning, he doesn't in the morning, he doesn't want to make wudu at that time. He still wants an hour of sleep. There's still time for Fajr Salah. But at least if our alarm is set and our eye, and our eyes open while you are lying in bed, whichever direction you are facing, whether you have wudu or not, from the heart also make dua at that time. Allah will accept it as the dua of tahajjud. And then Nabi alayhi salatu says, especially on the day of Jumu'ah, ulama have written between the Asr and the Maghrib Salah closer to the end of the day. Here also time for the acceptance of dua. We have been hearing over the last few weeks, make dua, make dua, make dua. Now for our dua to become effective, we implement the sunnah method of dua. The sunnah times of dua. The question people will ask, my small dua that I am making here, my small change in my lifestyle, little style, little bit of guna I will give up, little bit of good deeds I will increase, how is it going to affect the people there? They need physical assistance and yes they do. Understand respected brothers and elders by means of an example. The person leaves home early in the morning, he's going to work. And as he steps out of his front door, he feels the breeze. And he can feel the cold in the air. In the air. And he has to rush back in and take a jacket. What's the first thing that comes to his mind? That perhaps there is snow that is, there is snow that is falling, a few hundred, falling a few hundred kilometers away. He can sense and perceive it even though he is here. Whatever amal we will do, whatever gunas we will give up in our life, the coolness will be perceived and felt by the people of Gaza. Allah states it in the Quran, whatever conditions prevail in this world, whether it's on land, whether it's on sea, there is a direct correlation between the conditions Allah sends down and the a'mal and the actions of the actions of the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa In no way do we point a finger of blame at the people of Gaza, we point that finger at ourselves. Have I contributed to the betterment of their condition or have I contributed to the detriment of their condition? Allah has given us these avenues, Allah has given us solutions, respected brothers and elders. We have been hearing about Gaza, hearing about Gaza and Palestine over and over again, over again. But ask ourselves, this should not just be relegated, just be relegated to speaking and hearing, to browsing the news reports and commenting on how severe the war may be. But now, but now that we put our heads down and turn to Allah, to Allah. turn to Allah in earnest, in sincerity, make that decision if we can do one thing. If we can do one thing, each and every person knows one sin in his life that he just cannot get rid of, that is breaking his connection, his link with Allah. If we can do one, one thing, make a decision with Allah, that one skeleton in my closet, that one guna, that, that one guna, that one sin, I will give this up for the pleasure of Allah. In solidarity with the people of Gaza, Allah is, in Allah is in control. Allah is in control of every army of the world. Allah is in control of the hearts of every soldier of the world. Allah is in control of the destruction of every bomb in this world. world. Allah will bring about a, change, about a change in the conditions. Allah give us tawfiq and understanding. Wa akhiru da'wana. Alhamdulillah. خلق الإنسان فسواه وجعله سميعا بصيرا ثم هداه السبيل ونصبله الدليل إما شاكرا وإما كفورا 
أما الكافر أما الكافرون فأعن 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 لهم سلاسل وأغلالا وسعيرا يعذبون بأصناف العذاب ينادون ويلا ويدعون ثبورا وأما الأبرار فيشربون من كأس كان مزاجها كافورا هذا وقد قال تعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ألف لام ميم أحسب الناس أن يتركوا أن يقولوا آمنا وهم لا يفتنون ولقد فتن الذين من قبلهم فليعلمن الله الذين صدقوا وليعلمن الكاذبين صدق الذين صدق الله العظيم العظيم وقد قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم المؤمنون كجسد واحد إن اشتكى عينه اشتكى كله وإن اشتكى رأسها رأسه اشتكى كله أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم بما فيه من الآيات والذكر الحكيم فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أما بعد فقد قال تعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه وبارك وسلم وارض اللهم عن الخلفاء الراشدين المهديين أبي بكر وعمر وعثمان وعلي وعن سائر الصحابة والتابعين ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر المجاهدين في كل مكان يا رب العالمين اللهم اغفر لنا وللمؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وألف بين قلوبهم وأصلح ذات بينهم بينهم وانصرهم على عدوك وعدوهم اللهم العن الكفرة الذين يصدون عن سبيلك ويكذبون رسلك ويقاتلون, ويقاتلون أولياء أولياءك اللهم خالف بين كلمتهم وزلزل أقدامهم ومزق جمعهم وأنزل بهم بأسك الذي لا ترده عن القوم المجرمين يا رب العالمين عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروني أذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تذكرون الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم أيهم ولا سبح اسم ربك الأعلى الذي خلق فسوى والذي قدر فهدى والذي 
أخرج المرمر فجعله غثاء أحوى سنقرئك فلا تنسى إلا ما شاء الله إنه يعلم الجهر وما يخفى ونيسرك لنكلمك لليسرى فذكر إن نفعت الذكرى سيذكر من يخشى ويتجنبها الأشقى الذي يصلى النار الكبرى ثم لا يموت فيها ولا يحيا قد أفلح من تزكى وذكر اسم ربه فصلى بل تؤثرون الحياة الدنيا والآخرة خير وأبقى إن هذا لفي الصحف الأولى صحف إبراهيم وموسى الله الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر أكبر الله أكبر أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يلك يوم الدين إياك إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا هل أتاك حديث الغاشية وجوه يومئذ خاشعة عاملة ناصبة تصلى نارا حامية تسقى من عين آنية ليس لهم طعام طعام إلا, إلا من ضريع لا يسمن ولا يغني من جوع وجوه يومئذ ناعمة لتعيها راضية في جنة عالية لا تسمع فيها فيها لاغية فيها عين جارية فيها سرر مرفوعة وأكواب موضوعة ونمارق مصفوفة وزرابي أفلا ينظرون إلى الإبل كيف كيف خلقت وإلى السماء كيف رفعت وإلى الجبال كيف نصبت وإلى الأرض كيف سطحت فذكر إنما أنت مذكر لست عليهم بمسيطر إلا من, إلا من تولى وكفر فيعذبه الله العذاب الآب الأكبر إن إلينا إيابهم ثم إن علينا أين حسابهم الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام 